Hello, everyone. Hi, Ash. Hi. And everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Hey. Um, if you're wondering why we're talking weird, Ashley is vlogging us. Yeah. Well, I just thought, you know, I'd just bring my vlog camera family to my UA family and have so, like a whole family reunion. Yes. It's it not were. reunion. It's more like a, a first time Together. meeting barbecue. Yeah. This is like a family dinner. It's like you guys are the in-laws It's a family meeting. dinner. My gosh. <laughs> Someone's spicy today. I'm not spicy at all. You know all. what? We have been fighting a lot lately. I know. We We're talked about this in the car. Time together. I don't I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's cuz it's moved like in. funny fights. It's more like the fights you start with your oh, brother cuz you're bored, It's you like know? straight up like siblings fighting, like yes. squabbling. Not not in like an angry sibling way, but just like the Did littlest you say things squabbling? I'm squabbling. Like, squabbling, yeah. Who says squabbling? You know who says squabbling? My old mother. People. Oh, my mother. I'm not calling your mom old. I mean, that's exactly what you just oh did, gosh. but that's no, fine. She, I love her. It's fine. I'm sure she's just crying right okay, now. It's not well, that big of a deal. Um, it was my job to start the episode, <laughs> so thanks for like fully railroading that. I'm so sorry. I it's just fine. had to say something. It's fine. So um, I had a random train of thoughts. Oh, yeah. Hit us. I was listening to an episode of Crime Junkie. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Big fan. You made me a big fan. Big, I did, which mm-hmm. is rare because usually you tell me about podcasts. Yeah, I yeah. know. Um, and I was listening to a 911 call Ooh. and it was, those are fascinating to I, me. I, I like love them and hate them. Like, I can't listen to the ones where, like there was one the other day where literally it was a call of this girl screaming, I'm dying. And she like did. Oof. See, see, like, and I heard one. I, I, I love. I'm interested in them, but like, there becomes a point where it becomes very real that this yeah. is someone going through like real pain, yeah, and yeah. then I can't. Yeah, usually I skip through. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that one was so Mm-mm. fast. I didn't have time. Anyways, I started thinking. I was like, what are like the weirdest nine one one calls people have got? Oh no! Here's a oh my god! I'm so excited. I know. One of them was a woman called the police when her ice cream didn't have enough sprinkles. She called 911. Called 911. For her ice cream? Um, in England. And she called to say there were bits on one side and none on the other. And she was upset because the ice cream truck man did not want to give her her money back. So she called the cops? She called 911. Oh my god! <laughs> another oh one. Oh my god! Who another does one. That? A Canadian woman dialed nine one one after hearing yelling and shouting coming from her neighbor's apartment. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Terrence's face right now. I wish you guys could see it. Like I'm. I don't even know the pun. Like the punchline. But it's like, Your face is so funny. Okay. <laughs> when. When cops arrived, they pounded on the door until the occupant finally opened up. That's when they discovered that the man was in no danger. He's just been having a rough time on the toilet. (laughs) And he called the cops for that? I could never. The woman who lived next to him called the cops because she thought he was hurt. Oh, well, oh, shoot. That's embarrassing. I'd be so embarrassed. If someone called the cops, you know... He probably had too much spicy food or something. Ew, Taryn, why? <laughs> Cut to the intro. That was gross. <laughs> Anyways, hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I am Ashley. And I'm Taryn. And uh, we're here to advise you, as yes, we do. we do. Happy Monday. If you're listening to this on a Monday, it's a Monday for yeah. us. This goes up on a Monday. Yeah. So I feel like most of you guys listen to us on Mondays. If you don't. What day do you listen to us to? You I know, guess, I guess, I mean, you know, it weekends makes sense, might be a popular though. thing. 
Well, also, like, if people binge podcasts like I do, mm. they probably listen to them in all different types of states. All different We got tagged in a story today, and uh-huh. she was listening to the episode where we talked about um, the peanut allergy situation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, that's so long ago, but it's cool, because that means, like, she's newer to the podcast, uh-huh. and she's, like, catching up, Ooh, which girl. I love. Ooh, girl. I, I love a good love. binge session of any kind, like movies, TV shows, yes. podcasts, whatever. You got me on Crime Junkie. Yeah. And that you got me that was what, middle of July? Yeah. That it started. Um, I've been like going through so many regularly. Um, constantly in the car. A lot of times like in my room when I'm like getting ready for bed or I'm like doing laundry or something like that, I listen to them regularly and I've been flying through them. Like it's flying through it's them. It's super addicting. I feel like I only listen to crime podcasts when I'm in my car because I feel safe. Yeah. I like did, no one can get me. I made a mistake once back in the day. <laughs> I say back in the day. This is probably like two years ago. <laughs> when I first got really into My Favorite Murder, I couldn't stop listening. And so mm-hmm. I was on this like rampage of listening to them. And they did one about the vampire... Uh, killer of Sacramento. Yeah. I listened to that while I was driving home. I got home and I was so invested in it that I kept listening to it as the sun was setting. And nope. then I was home alone nope. in my house it's and it was idea. dark outside. And the first thing I started doing, I closed all the blinds, I locked all the doors, I set the alarm, and I sat, <laughs> turned all the lights on <laughs> and was like, okay, texting my sister, like, when are you home? What are you doing? Yeah, Can yeah. you come home now? Anyone like, here? I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I had to draw a line. I was like, never again. I can't, it can't be dark outside and me yeah. listen to that stuff because I can't. Like, it no. doesn't work. I'm, I it's, won't sleep. It's to a point sometimes where I'm like, is it worth it? Because, so the other day, um, I was listening to the scary one, and then I was home at my apartment, and I heard a noise. So I went to the door, and as a joke, I pretended like I had a gun and opened the door and was like, where you at, fool? And literally, my brother and his wife came to surprise me <gasps> oh. with their, like, tiny niece and nephew. Oh. And I blurted a potty word out so loud. And of course, and then like the kids come out Can and they're like. Can you give me just like the first letter? What what word was it? Shh. Okay. Okay. And maybe some more. I don't really know. I, it was a blur. She blacked out actually. But they, they looked at me like, what is wrong with you? And then the kids came out and were like, surprise, Auntie Taryn. And oh. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I'm such a. Like at Disneyland when people are cussing, I get really upset. You're you're like really children great with kids, so I'm sure that broke your that. heart. Yeah. So I had a really hard time recovering after that. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Dang. Well, what I- to say? In moderation. But yeah. you know, guys, with our podcast, you don't need to limit yourself because we're, we're making you a better person. Uh huh. This is all. This is all for bettering you. We should do though when like Halloween comes. We should do a couple <gasps> Ooh, scary episodes because I know for a fact that my own mother. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Can we? Yes. Of guys. course. I'm gonna have her sit and write it out in detail. First of all, my mom has these scary stories that literally sound like a movie. No. A movie. I'm just here to back and up Tarrant. <laughs> thank you. Because you know what? A couple of people called me out saying they thought I was lying about the masseuse falling asleep on me. And Mm-mm. rude. I feel like you guys, but you know, they're like they're, how you were. They're, they're new. They don't know you yet. They don't know you. The yet. longer they listen, the more they'll realize. Tarrant's not a liar. Someone was like, oh, you should have taken a video. And I'm like, how would I have pulled that off? 
when you're laying there in your chones naked, and uh-uh. a sheet or naked. no chones and just a sheet, like how do you get up, grab your phone to film the and girl not wake asleep? her up while she's holding onto your leg? They're on. They're, they don't know. It's okay. They don't They'll know. learn. It's fine. They're gonna, Anyways, my mom. <laughs> Continue. My mom has these stories and the scariest thing is she's told me that those are not even the scariest things but because of how I reacted to the ones she has told me she's like I can't tell you them because I don't think you'll be able to handle it and I'm like I don't know everything in me like I can't wait one of these days when we're like just you know at your parents house or we're all out to dinner or something I'm just gonna look at her and I'm gonna be like Angie I'm ready like I'm ready I would love to like hear everything because guys I've only like I love these kinds of stories Mm -hmm. obviously me and Taryn both do um but I've gotten like mad goosebumps only a handful of times and one of those stories was from Taryn's mom yeah um it was 100% like straight out of like a Stephen King movie like it was not okay and I had chills and I like still think about it yeah a lot of times when I'm home alone I (laughs) do too I I do too hate being home alone everyone listening right now hates us because they're like we want to know I know but it's okay no this is great because we are going to do a scary story episode I think that's great in October actually maybe we should do like a full October like marathon where every week is a scary story that'd be fun Okay, well, we're going to put a poll up on our Instagram, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. head there. It's at Unsolicited Advice Pod, right? Good job. Well done. Um, head there. Let us know what you think. I feel like everyone's going to be into it. Everybody I, loves scary stories. Yes, and themed stuff is just like my jam. So cool. It's so much yeah. fun, and it's the perfect month to do that, so we should definitely do that. Speaking of themed stories, oh. we mentioned that we wanted to start doing a dating app series. Yes. Oh, I um, saw a lot from there. Which we like we we must have mentioned that like two episodes ago or three episodes ago. No. We've mentioned we it a few times. We started listening to it a long time ago cuz I was obsessed with the idea and yeah. then now and then you came around to it. Yeah. And we're on board and we want to do this. We haven't sat down to actually like plan it, but we said like send us some stories. Um so I wanted to to tease everyone with like a story. Oh, I love that. That yeah. someone sent in. Do it's it. a short, so I figured it would be good to like tease with and not like actually yeah, use for um, the episode that we do do for the dating app. But do do um, <laughs> that we do do. Um, I am a five year old boy. But I brought I brought I brought one, and it's really okay, short. I'm but ready. here's the title. It's really good. It got my attention. Tinder tigers and touchdowns. Oh, really well done. That could okay. go in a lot of different I directions. <laughs> I, I love how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we use the back of this letter for, for some, doodles for, for some something notes for fun things um, here she goes hi ladies you asked for tinder stories and although i have had the app for two to three days i am able to deliver so there that's are it? wow yeah, two to three days that's you know i guess i guess she got something for us um so there are a lot of weird elements to the story but i'll try to keep things short i'm in college and one of my professors pushed for us constantly to download tinder tinder her co- tinder tinder it sounded like i said tinder i think we should leave that in that was great wait 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 her college professor her college professor was constantly pushing for them to download tinder why he felt we all needed the experience of online dating for some strange passionate reason which i think is very weird ew probably because he's on it and he's like i want to connect yeah i don't like i got really bad vibes from that yeah i don't like that eventually the salesman and him won and i convinced my friend to download the app with me i get matched with a guy who we can call esteban she puts he worked in a hotel i hope that reference makes sense 
I don't get it. I don't get it. So if any of our listeners oh, do. Oh, I get it. Wait, wait, wait. Esteban, Esteban. Oh, uh, 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 it's the, it's like a Disney show. Um, Disney show? Yeah. It's like, uh, I think Sweet it's Life? Sweet Life and his name's Esteban, the Is guy in really? the front. You keep talking. <laughs> I looked for Mark, Mark to like, I don't he's know. Like, I don't know. Um, uh, keep, I'm going to look yeah, it up, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. It might, that would make sense. Um. Anywho, Esteban is the only guy I'm messaging back and forth, really, because I didn't feel as much pressure since he wasn't on campus like a lot of my other matches were. He's nice, sweet, and probably a lot of other things, but as I said, I deleted the app after a couple days, so I don't know much else. Fast forward about two weeks, and I'm at a football game. The stadium is packed, people are wearing their stripes, and it's about to be a grand old evening. Before anyone in the game even breaks a sweat, I notice that Esteban is sitting right in front of me. I was kind of nervous, and I could tell he was too, and I couldn't figure out why. So I figured that's why he didn't speak to me if he saw me first, was he was just nervous. But no, no, no. It wasn't until she leaned on him that I realized he was at the game with his girlfriend, a girl who just happened to follow me on Twitter about three weeks prior. Football games, like Tinder, bring people closer together. (laughs) Go Tigers. (laughs) I'm going to be so honest. I did not pay attention that entire time. I just, I'm like looking this up. I'm crying right now. I'm looking this up. She's so stuck on Esteban. All of a sudden in my mind, I was like, okay, the whole point of this podcast is for like us to read each other's stuff. And then all I heard was something about tigers. (laughs) I am so sorry. No, it's fine. The listeners but I found got the it. answer. Was it Sweet it's Life? Sweet Life. <laughs> it's Sweet Life. Well, that's all that I'm matters, so guys. Sorry. The reference for Esteban was Sweet Life and oh, Tinder. I'm so sorry. Like football games, <laughs> bring people closer together. You know what? I'm gonna listen to the episode and then I'll hear <laughs> yeah, it for the first that. time. I am so sorry. I could have totally lied my way through that, but no, anybody I'm watching you a YouTube video, but guys, this would is be able proof. To see. Taryn doesn't lie. I don't. Taryn doesn't lie. I don't. She would never. Oh, she just How got so you passionate all. about the fact that some lie. of you guys think she lied <laughs> about the masseuse story. Especially because my personality, like, I'm the type of person that, like, someone will be like, who broke this dish? And I'll yeah. be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, anyways. anyways. But that short got me super excited for our dating app story because the more people that I talk to that do use dating apps, the more I realize how small of a community it is wherever you live. That's true. You know, if you live in Nashville, it's a small dating like pool in the dating app world. Like you are yeah. going to run into people. And the same thing with LA. LA everyone thinks LA's huge. Yeah. Hop on a couple of dating apps. No. Yeah. And I've had some weird situations with like groups of friends where like, oh, someone will be like, oh, I, I just started talking to this guy. Oh, yeah. where'd you meet? Oh, we met on Hinge and and everything's going good. And then we're like, oh, my God, show us a picture. And like you're all <laughs> they connected. show us a picture and the girl's like, no. And then it turns <laughs> out like two other girls from yeah. the group have talked to him before and we're just like, cancel, like get rid of him. Like don't no, do no, it. No, it's like so weird how small of a community it is. Yeah. So Which I feel why... like the stories that people must have. Oh, have so to be good. fantastic because you're bound to run into them or know someone who knows them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and the guys that try to like get on dating apps when they're in relationships and then it's like you know the girl's best Trash. friend goes on and is like scumbags uh, 
It's like, what do, what do you think is going to happen that you yeah. just like, there's not a button where you can be like, please don't connect me with anyone who like knows me. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely hit that button. Oh, <laughs> there should Real be quick. a button. We should, uh, we should, uh, yeah. Let them know. I about actually that. re-downloaded Hinge to prepare for our episode. I'm so excited. Um, and you know, if a hot guy or two comes in the mix, that's She's fine. She's not going to fight it at all. It's fine. I, I only went on like one date. Should I tell me or should I save it? I'm going to save it. You should save it. Give us a hint. Can you give us a hint? Um, <laughs> Something fun that we could like, you know. Let Let's just say in our I heads got for sent a, a picture. She, uh, <laughs> Literally months after our one date that I was like, eh. When I'd it was clear not that nothing was going to happen and yeah. he still wanted things to happen. It's he sent great. a photo to, to poor Taryn, who immediately forwarded it to me. <laughs> I, I threw <laughs> I <appreciate> my phone <laughs> off my bed. Oh, so good. Anyways, what are we doing here? Oh, we are stories? teasing the online dating oh, yeah. oh, series that's I think going I to happen. A, I think I had a DM um, that I wanted to a read. DM. A DM. That sounded Did not like DM, but it sounded like a DM. A DM. Like another word. Oh, oh yeah. Another it. language. Uh, okay, so this is... From Holly Jansen, I think. Jansen. And I just loved what she said because she said, first of all, I love the podcast. Honestly, going into every story, I'm like, this isn't going to ever apply to me at all. But every single time, every story I can relate to, and that is the best feeling. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. And I I loved that that because I feel like that's why we can so confidently address some of these stories because even though it might not be something we've dealt with, we either know someone or we've been through a situation that's evoked the same type of emotion or something like that, you know? So, and it's the whole, I mean, that's what we're all made to do is like relate and create, uh, what create relationships and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I love that because I, I feel like I do the same thing too, especially in the beginning of this podcast when we first started. I had some kind of like, not bias, but like I was looking for specific types of stories that I knew I could yeah. read well and 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 present well and also like relate to well so that I could create a good story for um, our listeners. Yeah. And like the longer it goes, the more I'm like all of these I can mm-hmm. like as you know will relate to me and it will relate to the listeners as well because every it's it's everyday life stories and that's what everyone wants to talk about and that's oh, what totally. everyone shares you know it's so interesting and um just so you guys know we we do get emails with some pretty hefty topics um just for an example like uh you know sexual abuse and stuff like that is something that we we definitely have a stack that have been sent in but it's something like with with that that caliber of a topic we do not like we do not take any of this stuff lightly which is why we get excited when we partner with stuff like better help because yeah we totally believe in the power of therapy and believe in the the step of reaching out to get help with some of these issues so it's something that we don't take lightly and we're in the works of getting you know some some guests to come on that we think can address certain things in better ways that we can Mm -hmm. so it's just everything that's sent in there's so much thought put into it and I think that like Ashley was just saying we were not expecting this yeah I think we were expecting like this to be this light airy which it can be just because of like how awkward I am and how funny we are because we're so cute. We're hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I think we weren't expecting for it to evolve into this thing where it's like we're actually hitting these really big topics yeah. and things that everyone is going through or can relate to. 
um, but we don't take it lightly. So yeah. if if you guys have sent in stuff that's heavy, um, the sad truth is we can't read every email, but also there's things that we really are putting thought into because we don't want to do a disjustice to mm -hmm. just like bring it up in a light kind of way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Again, we're very aware that we're not qualified for serious, no. serious stuff. Even with my minor... <laughs> You know, Calm down. I just want to be careful. <laughs> um, so, yeah, please know that we are definitely um, excited and, and, and want to talk about those things with you guys and just be super vulnerable and let you guys be vulnerable with us as well. Um, but we are go going to make sure that we do it in uh, the best way that we can. Yes. So, uh, Agreed. Look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Look forward to our scary story October fest got some situation things. and look forward to our dating app. A series where that's it's going common. to be fun as well. I just realized. What? Take it to Taryn. Like, take it to Taryn. Turn it to Taryn. Taryn it up. Taryn it up. Dang it. We didn't do that. Because we weren't MySpace friends <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> you would have um, been on my top eight, girl. <laughs> oh, shoot. MySpace. Do you have, do you still have like your photo from MySpace? I have some photos. Oh my gosh, let's both can we post, post a photo our from old MySpace. MySpace photos? Yes, you guys I aren't know the ready. specific one. I'm you aren't post. ready for the swoop bang. The swoop bang was strong. I had a swoop bang. Everyone had a swoop a bang. Strong swoop bang. Every girl had a swoop bang. Yeah. If you guys don't know what a swoop bang is, Google it. You're too young. <laughs> You're too young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll both. We will post that on our Instagram. Proof it. We're so going you guys to proof it for you guys. Get ready for a good laugh because swoop that out. bang. Your girl swoop. couldn't do makeup and was really there heavy on the eyeliner. Me too. <laughs> I used to do purple on top. I did blue and teal underneath. And I inevitably, at the end of every single day, looked like I had a black eye. I look like. Like fruity pebbles, like <laughs> melted on my face, and Every I was obsessed time. with the '80s. So I would crimp. I would have oh. my mom braid my hair. <laughs> you crimped your hair. It was crimped, and then oh, and then my first kiss. This guy, he oops, is that his name? Well, <laughs> swoop. There it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he told me one time that he liked my hair crimped. So you know your girl so was she like crimped at, she woke up early. She went to, to bed with headaches every night because I'm like, Mom, braid my hair. I gotta wear crimp. <laughs> Wait, tomorrow. he liked it crimped. Oh, he God, liked I that got style. Oh, you didn't actually crimp it with a crimper. You braided it. Sometimes I would. Eventually, I got a crimper, but my mom used to like put like so I would Tight go braids. to yeah. bed with like all these little braids. Yeah, so I could look cute. Yeah. Um, anyways, we're off topic. Um, we're we didn't talk about who's going first. We didn't. I was gonna bring that up. Should uh, I, is your short we rock along? paper scissors? In? Sure. Yes. Turn one. Yes. The amount of joy I have from winning anything, even rock, paper, She's scissors. She's so competitive. You know, this is a 50-50. Like, you get to go first. It's fine. Oh, well, Relax. Okay. Thank you. Take I'm not going to let you take away from my victory. Um, <laughs> okay. So, just a little. We should take a break because we're just talking forever. For a long time. Um, mine is called Fall. I, can't, I bit my tongue when I said an F. How do you even, I don't know. Okay, mine is called. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it too much now. Why did you, there's no T in the F sound. You said you what? bit your tongue. <laughs> so I'm trying to bite my tongue. Anyways. I'm just picturing people <laughs> like sitting, just listening They're to They're so this. annoyed with us right now. I'm sorry. Um, mine is called falling out of love and into the deep end. <gasps> oh. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like sad, but then. Very much intrigued. This is this is a good. I feel like we're gonna have a lot of discussion on this oh, one. Can't wait. So we're gonna take, take a break, a break and then break. we will jump 
right into it. Get it? Because the deep end. Deep end? I got we'll it. jump. We got it. Okay. <laughs> QA. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn. And Ashley. From Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. We're back. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. Um... What? Sips coffee. Okay. So this one is from Anonymous. I always, I get nervous now with the camera. The camera cannot pick it up. There's no way. Know? It's way too far. It's not going to, no. How do you know? It's not. Have you tried it? I'm just telling you it's not. I know these things. She's blocking it <laughs> with her water bottle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. This one is from Anonymous. Hi, and Anonymous. She, hi, Anonymous. We love our Anonymous peeps. We do. Well, we know your names. Oh my gosh, I almost knocked my coffee over. Get to okay. the story. Hey, y'all. My name's Beep. <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of, and dang it, I practiced this word. She really did. For the sake of an- <laughs> anonymity. Yep. Sorry. Good job. That was it. Anonymity. You can call me Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. I come to you in this time of doubt because, number one, I love your podcast. We love you. Thanks. We love you, too. But also because I can't go to anyone I personally know about the situation, which Oof. that's why therapy is so dope. Yep. And that's why we're so dope. <laughs> I have told my therapist things that I was so embarrassed and I've never told anyone else. Mm. Just like deep thoughts that I was like, you know, where I was like, am I crazy? Yeah. Like, is this normal? Yeah. You know? Anyways. Um, I don't want to tell someone I'm close to in case this is just common doubt or a hiccup or over exaggeration. I just wanted, I just want to touch on this really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you don't know the story yet, but it's basically about a guy she's like having doubts for. Okay. 
I understand when girls or guys don't want to tell their friends about things because they don't want them to form an unbreakable opinion. Yes. I fully understand that. At the same time, I will say that that is a huge thing that can be a mistake that I personally have fallen into. You've said you've noticed this too. We've talked about it on an episode before where if you are not talking to the people close in your life, who are literally only like thinking about your best interests about a situation or even just thoughts you're having, mm-hmm. that's not good. Right. It's yeah. not because you're not meant to make, to do life alone, first of all. And second of all, it sounds like she's already spiraling of like, am I over exaggerating? Am I not? When you talk about those things, that's when you get other people's opinions and you can kind of like rehear what they have to say. Especially with people who know you, who know what you spiraling looks like totally. and who know what you being like sane and reasonable looks like. So they can really help you decipher whether or not you're in one of those categories yeah. or not. Yeah. Totally. And and if you have good friends, um, I know I've had these conversations where someone's told me something and I'll straight up call them out and be like, you're making an excuse and you know that you know that's not okay. You yeah. know, and and you need I'm pretty those sure friends. you said that to me. <laughs> Girl, I was not gonna say it like specifically, but it's fine. I'm like, I think that was me. But that's fine. she started avoiding my eye contact real quick. But it's you like, know, wait. in those times you hate hearing it, but in no, the end you're true. like, you're grateful. You yeah. don't have to listen to my opinion, but it at least makes you pause for a second and think like, okay, you know. Yeah, no, there were two guys that uh, one guy that I was seeing a while ago and the one that I was seeing more recently and I wasn't talking to Taryn about the first one that was a while ago until much much later because I was very like I still really liked him and I didn't want her to not like him and I should have talked to her <laughs> a lot sooner and then like with this more recent one like I felt I felt like I like talked to you a lot more through it uh-huh. and like other friends and it just made it so much easier to be like nah yeah I'm right like I'm 100% right. I'm not doubting myself. And my friends 100% agreed with me because I was being open with them and sharing all that with them. Yeah. No, I think it's super valuable. Talk to your friends, people. Talk to your friends. In summation. Um, But continue (laughs) to talk to us. Yeah. Okay. Back to the story. Okay. So she says... um, Okay, so saying in case it's an over-exaggeration, you know, the whole, there's no need to worry someone else with your issues because you have, you may move past them, but your loved ones won't, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. like her. My boyfriend and I have been dating for eight months now, which really isn't that long. Long enough. But I will say, I mean, that's, you almost could have produced a child. Yeah. You could have grown a human. I think that's long enough to get past the dating honeymoon stage and get into like the real life shit, you know? Yeah. But also like it's not the year mark where you're where you're too comfortable around each other. Not like that's like the same mark for everybody, but I I think that's that's a long enough. No, but in psychology, they say to really know someone. You can't say that you fully know someone without knowing them for a year. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like I've I've known people that have gotten married literally like four months into dating. They're like, I'm engaged. Or started dating and got married within a year. Totally. And I I fully believe in when you know you know. Yes, but at the same time. But that makes Do me nervous you know? <laughs> because that's how I think my brain is like psychologically, which is why I'm like Going Rachel and friends. The, yeah. Because I'm like, OK, I want to be married this long before I have a kid and I need to know the person this long before I get engaged. Yeah. So I need to have met them. And on a real note, again, ago. I think we've made it clear. We listen to a lot of murder podcasts. 
Oh, girl. And you need to know who you girl. who you marry. It's 99% of the time the spouse. Like, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't. And I'm it'll be like, no one saw it coming. He was a church-going man <laughs> who loved animals. He was a man of faith. Yes, and then he freaking is he like, pa, pa, killing his entire family. And you're like, wait, what just happened? This is not funny, but it's really... It's terrifying. Terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. How true this is. So know who you date. Know who you date. Yes. Aaron's just shaking her head upset. right now. I got weirdly Wow, dizzy. we are yeah. really getting off. We're, I'm never going to get back. through. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. She said, it seems as though we've already reached the dreadful state of complacency. Oh, shoot. We don't go out. Even to dinner or a movie, he doesn't surprise me with flowers or an occasional date night. We just live in the day-to-day boring life of two people who act like they've been married for 15 years and lost, in quotes, the spark. But we haven't been married for 15 years. We are 21 and 23, and that is young. young, young, which I totally agree. Like, going out every weekend kind of young, but no, not us. We have home-cooked meals, takeout while we watch movies on the couch, and go to bed at nine. Sometimes that's nice. And I was like, that's kind of like my dream. (laughs) Why is this everything I've ever wanted? (laughs) Throw in a Lego set on there. Okay. Oh, but never mind. Sorry, sorry. It's not about me. Okay. (laughs) It's not about me. (laughs) Bring it back. I saw you go off. I know. Um... I do love our simple life, but when it's on a daily basis and there's never a special occasion after only eight months, yeah, not so much. I love this boy with my whole heart. Don't get me wrong. I really, truly love him, but I feel as though I'm less in love with him. I understand that falling in love is the easy part. That's why it's called falling. It's on accident, but staying fallen is a different story, and it's one I don't know how to write. Ooh, she worded that well. Dude, she's like amazing. Good I'm like, job. can you write everything you've ever thought or experienced, please? Um, I want him to chase me again. God, guys need to freaking understand that. Yeah. Understand. I yeah. just had, never mind. Okay. <laughs> she's going off again. <laughs> no, I just had a conversation with a guy in my life where um, we were talking about how girls will like, how they they like jealousy. And he was like, oh, I don't really care. Like, what my girlfriend wears or who she talks to. And I looked at him and I was like, that's awesome. Like, that's so cool that you're secure. But you might want to just throw her a bone every once in a while. Like, if she comes to you saying, like, oh, yeah, this guy hit on me at work, even just the small comment of, like, where he lived. You know what I mean? Just to make her feel like, no, this is, like, my girl. Yeah. Not in a not in a possessive way, but just as a person, you want to feel like that the person you loved is like, uh uh-uh. uh, like you know what yeah. I mean? And it's not even as a girl. I feel like that's just Oh no, it's a guy thing that's too. That's just a way of knowing that you are wanted and you are you belong to someone yeah. and it feels good to be reassured. That. Yeah. And that brings up the and this this is on this is on topic. Um that brings up the whole thing like she talks about he doesn't bring her flowers, he doesn't they don't go out. And I think people forget that when you date someone, those acts, like it's not that you just do it when you're like, oh, I should get them flowers. So this is a genuine thought. Like you need to be proactive sometimes to give that person what their love language is. If you know they love being taken out, if you know they love flowers, like that needs to be a conscious decision of this is how they feel love. So because I love them, even if it's not my thing, I'm going to do it for them. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? No, 100%. Can Ugh. I just like say something really quick? Sure. 
I feel like a lot of I've talked to so many guys um, and 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 couples um, who who I trust and like adore and like love and whatever. Um, and I understand that that fades away. Like, yeah, that does at some point, And it's expensive. And like, that's not always an option for a lot of people. But I'm just going to like rant and rave about my parents for just a oh. moment. A moment. You could take the whole episode. <laughs> I love that. Um, money was always tight growing up. So like they never got to go out on dates. And, um, you know, like presence was like a big deal. So it didn't it didn't happen all the time. But my uh dad's love language is like giving like he's he, he like does things for people totally and, makes sense. and my mom's a very like she's a vocal she loves to like talk and you know stuff like that but I know one thing that my dad always continued with my mom it's not expensive it was not it was literally just the thought that meant so much to her he would bring her a cup of coffee every morning or if she if he had to leave early and she woke up and had to do things a little later he'd have the coffee pot ready and there would be a post-it note or Aww. like on other days, like there'd be a flower that he picked from like the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it was always like a little gardenia flower. Um, and I just know like she would go, she would just, the biggest smile would go on her face because he thought of her. And that's literally all it that's took. All it that's all it took. It wasn't a fancy meal. It wasn't a Aww. big bouquet of like roses, but like it was him knowing like how to make her smile. Yeah. You know, and so I would like it's possible like you can oh, totally. keep it going and it doesn't have to be this big lavish thing. No, because real life isn't big. It's not lavish. It's not like, no. this board, you know, but it's like possible. Side note. Uh, my heart. I know. It's so cute. I know. I this is why I'm single. Right. The bar uh, the is men so in our high. Life have set the bar way too freaking high. I can't. Like, way too high. Like you just came on a trip with me and my brother and I told Ashley, I'm like, you watch this entire trip. His wife will never touch a door. Like, yeah, it's a, and they've been dating. She told me that. They've it's been true. married. And like, I mean, that boy will run to the car. And it's to the point where now even when she walks up to the car, she waits because she knows like he'll get mad. So like yeah. he goes and he it's opens the, the door thing. for her. And it's Taryn like. Taryn told me and I was like, <sighs> what? No. And then I was proven wrong. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get back. Let's get to back to this poor girl. I know. But uh, we are touching on things we that are. I think we she are. needs to hear. Um, I want the spark of the flirtation and the cheesy romanticized life. Two weeks ago, I without a doubt wanted to marry him, and I couldn't possibly imagine myself with anyone else at all. Just the thought upset me. However, lately I've caught myself lingering on those thirsty boy DMs a little longer than usual. Mm. Not responding, of course. Good. I notice other guys all of a sudden, and it's like I'm falling off the deep end into a tank full of eligible back bachelors but the man I'm loyal to swims on the shallow side how do I fall back in love with him and out of less of the imaginary idea of anyone else how do I make it back to shallow waters and swim safely yet contently happily and even giddily giddily did I say that right giddily giddily um how can I have the best of both worlds with the man I love again sorry for the long message thanks for reading and keep doing your thing because y'all are frankly the awesomest the awesomest exo jackie jackie first of all i hope you are a writer because that was beautifully written and this okay let's just dive in i'm ready my number one thing that i feel like i would love to know and this is where it's hard giving advice on these stories because we mm -hmm. don't know the whole thing I would love to know if she's already had a clarifying conversation with him. Yeah, 100%. Because that is something I learned right away. 
Um, you know, you have you cannot expect somebody else to know your thoughts in your mind. And and I think sitting someone down and being like, hey, literally, I did that with my ex. Like I would literally just tell him, like, when I start acting crazy, just hug me and look me in the eyes and tell me you love me. Like that's literally all I need. Mm-hmm. And it never failed. We would get in these big fights and he would start calling me insecure or say I was being crazy or my trigger word psycho, which I was like, that's such a harsh word to call me for like freaking out over something small. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But I literally would hand him the like roadmap to like how to calm <laughs> Darren down. Yeah. Or, you know, getting just a simple flower or just like stopping by on your way to work just to like say hi. Like those little things that made me feel so loved, I would like clearly communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's that person's choice whether they're going to do it or not. It is. But I really would love for you to have a detailed conversation where you sit down with him and you're like, hey, I really love you, but lately I'm really feeling like I'm drifting. And and I would not even that you have to tell him like I'm looking at guys and that you know what I mean? Like you don't mm-hmm. have to get into detail, but just say, you know, there are certain things that I personally need to feel loved and I just want to let you know what those are. It's okay to tell someone what totally. you need. And then ask him, other, like, what do you they, need? How do they know, yeah. you know? Because for him, maybe when he feels loved is when you have those chill nights. So you can still continue that. But, like, you need to be filled in the relationship, too. And the thing is, is, like, I have a problem when people, like, stay in a relationship for so long that they're unhappy and they just expect something to change. Mm-hmm. Without doing anything. Yeah. So I really think you need to take those steps. But I also think, you know, sometimes, like, if you're falling out of love someone so soon already, it might not be your person. But if it is, like, it's worth taking those steps to, like, fight for and see, like, hey, can we make this work? You know what I mean? Oh, 1,000%. Because the last thing you want is regret. Oh, yeah. You know? So I think I 100% agree. If this is how you're feeling... I would definitely consider that it might not be your person, mm-hmm. um, but I would give give him a fair chance and give yourself a fair chance. Give the both of you a fair chance. Sit yourself down and have that conversation. Yeah. Um, also, like a side note is um, sometimes a lot of people don't know like what they need. Yeah, and don't know, don't realize that you know getting out of the house once a week or once every other week. Um, actually would do them like a tremendous amount true. Um, of it would make them happier, might make them healthier. Um, it might give them something to look forward to, um, might make them a little bit of a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they don't they don't realize like little things like getting a flower every once in a while or leaving a note every once in a while might actually like lift their spirit so much. So something I would recommend is maybe showing him like what that would be. Um, you can have the conversation, obviously, but maybe if you start bringing that spark back by leaving him little notes, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know where he works, but like slip, slip a little note in his backpack, his briefcase, whatever he does. I don't know yeah. in his car. Um, but like slip him a little note yeah, that I guarantee will make him smile. And he'll just be like, well, what no, was that for? And idea. you're just like, I just was thinking of you. And then like, let him realize how that affects him so that this isn't something where you have to be like, listen, you're not doing enough and you're not doing the things that I need and I need so much and it makes it feel like it's a lot, it's all on you. But like have that conversation and then show him that 
that you love him so much and you want to do the same thing back. It's a 50 Yeah, no, thing. I love that. I think that was um that was one thing that me and sorry. I mean, again, it sucks when you only have one ex because you don't have many people <laughs> to refer to. But me and my ex did really well was how we would like do stuff for each other. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things I I love planning things. And it sounds like she's like that. Like she wants the cheesy romantic stuff. So like what we would do, and I know this sounds like annoying, but we would on like, I guess people call like a month anniversary. We weren't like seriously celebrating each month. Like it wasn't like we were like, oh my gosh, four more days till we're together two months. But it was our way of like every 30th of the month, we knew we were going to just at least make an effort to do something nice for one another. Yeah. And we switched off. So like one month it would be mine and then the next month it was his. And it was just kind of like an intentional like date night that the other person got to plan something fun Mm -hmm. and it would be something like super simple or like one time I went to his house and he had like lights outside and he had a projector on the garage and we like watched a movie that night like that's so cute he was really good at that stuff so was I (laughs) it was a tie but um (laughs) I think like you know like Ashley's saying like you don't need to wait for him to do that no not at all you can do something with him like this just popped in my head, but like you can just literally, what if you like go buy two packs of post-its and like be like, hey, date night Friday, take him out to dinner and be like, hey, like I just feel like we should do a better job of showing each other how much we love each other. So for the for this month, here's your set of post-its, here's mine. Like let's have this like game we play where we like hide post-its for each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just doing something that's simple. It doesn't cost money, but it's like something where it's like, hey, like I want to be in this with you. Like I want to do a fun team things. Thing. Yeah. It's not on her. It's not all on her and it's not making him feel weird. Totally. I love that. Because I mean it's clear that you're not you're not getting emotionally fulfilled mm-hmm. because you're seeking at other places. Yeah. Um and I think it's good that you're aware of that and it's good that you're not taking steps in that direction. Yeah. But I think it's just kind of a symptom of what's going on. So yeah, I would have a really honest conversation with him. I mean, honestly, if this is your person and I mean, in marriage, like you can't avoid stuff like this and you have to talk things through. So it's a good practice too to just be like, Hey, like this is what I need (laughs) and then see. And if he doesn't put any effort forward or your feelings don't change, then you know, but yeah, you can't expect him to change if he doesn't know. Right. And on the other on the other hand, um, to give you a little bit of hope, if you feel like you want to marry him and this is just a little thing that's that's been bothering you is that you need a little bit more spark. Um, I feel like you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I used to date a guy who was like the most like I got flowers constantly. He'd buy me coffees that said like like sweet little notes on the coffee like he would do things for me all the time and I it made me feel so good and I loved it but but it didn't last because he wasn't I didn't feel that way for him yeah if you already feel that way for him and you think he feels the same way back then adding a little bit of spark into your life is is an easy fix yeah I mean every relationship goes through that you know like if if you like having that connection with someone is what's important yeah all these little things are add-ons that you you actually have to work on because like I don't know being in love is something that you have to do it's it's easy to fall in love but like continuing to be in love like she said like that's action that takes a lot of thought and effort um and that's something everyone has to do but if they're already in love like I feel like it's going to be fine because yeah. all they all they have to do is add a few little things to make each other feel yeah. secure and and learn together and grow together mm-hmm. shift yeah it's such a team thing 
I totally and I'm agree. super excited for you guys because I feel like this is going to work out pretty good. And I'm, ex- I'm I would love to know an update for whether or not you decide to have the sit down conversation mm-hmm. with him and be very upfront about being a team or if you decide to like kind of show him or if you do both. I would love Definitely. an update on which one you choose and then how it went. Um, I feel like all of us would love to know. And also, it's it's okay to just come to a point, too, where you're like, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think yeah. sometimes we feel so much pressure, especially, I don't know if you're like me, but I am, like, the most loyal person. Like, I can't even have a crush on two people at the same time because I feel like once I'm, I give my so heart, my, I'm like, I feel bad. here's yeah. my everything. Like, talking but, to two yeah. guys, and then I'm like, nope, bye. Can't, yes. Can't do that. So, Playing the field? What is that? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I get that. You know, and I think it's good for you to try and you obviously want to because you're in love. I think when we go into situations where we feel like we have to produce an outcome, we have to fix it, we have to fall back in love, we have to blah, 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 it feels pressure. Mm -hmm. But when you go into it being like, hey, I'm going to put my effort into this, but whatever happens will happen and I'm just going to be mindful and make sure that either way I'm keeping this other person's feelings in mind, I think you're going to be good. Yeah, I think you're going to be good too. Yeah, that was good advice, Taryn. Thanks, and that was a great story. Yeah, I liked Shoot. that a lot. Thank you so much. That was really good. Um, pseudonym, not pseudonym. What do you call Jackie. it? Jackie. Um, character name Jackie. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's like a story. Yeah. I love that we know her name, but they don't. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I just know her name. I was you don't say even... you did not tell me. Don't look at my paper. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I was like, well, don't look um, at me. Do you want to give a little snippet on yours? Yeah, guys. Um, this one is different. And I like that because I think this is going to be refreshing um, for a different type of story. Uh, Here's the title. It's How Do I Stop Clipping My Own Wings? Ooh. And um, that's my little teaser for you guys. We're going to take a break right now and uh, come back and I will continue with my story. And uh, yeah, talk to you guys in a second. All right, break. And we're back, and Taryn is having an allergy yeah. attack. Her eye right now, like she's just like eyes one out. eye squinty at me like a pirate. I'm sorry. You I'll good? You good, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I anytime I'm around like pet hair, mm-hmm. then it happens. So it's like my rule eyes number little... one: you can't touch your face. I if didn't mean to. Is you know why I touched for... my face? Because I was cry laughing. Because you. It's so not my fault. I'm it just saying. Fault. Don't touch your face. That's, that's rule number face. one. Rookie mistake. Don't touch. Don't your touch face. your face, guys. That's Don't my that's my that's my arguing tactic for everything. I just repeat whatever they say. It never she makes sense. It's the worst. It's the most You're the frustrating. Worst. Just stop. You stop. Just stop. <laughs> Want to keep going? No. I, you know. <laughs> Literally, you can do it to anything. Anyways. Oh my God! How to piss off your friends that's a by tip Taryn, from Taryn Renee. Taryn's tips. There you go. There it is. Go okay. ahead. All right. How do I stop clipping my own wings? Dear Ashley and Taryn. My name is Sabrina. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and it has honestly become my favorite part of Mondays. For someone who feels that the beginning of the week always drags, that means a lot. And it really does. So thank you so much for letting us know. Here is my story. I'm 23 years old. I graduated with a BA in English last year. Congratulations. Sabrina, that's huge. I'm currently working part-time as a TA for kindergarten and part-time office assistant at the same school where the office manager wants to train me for the next year to take over her position. Although I enjoy 
enjoy every aspect of working at this school, getting offered this opportunity made me start thinking about where I see myself in the next two to three years, which I thought you could really relate to because Mm -hmm. you had the same thing. You were working part-time in teaching before you moved into like the office. Yeah. Right? So funny. Yeah, definitely can relate. She continues, my parents would love for me to continue to get my master's ASAP or at least continue to a career job ASAP. In the year that I've been off from school, I have found anything I'm passionate. Oh, wow. I'm going to say that again. I really said that backwards. In the year that I've been off from school, I haven't found anything I'm passionate about or that I really want. I've always wanted to travel and see more of the world, but was never given the opportunity to and never went looking for it. I grew up in a pretty strict household. My mom wouldn't let me go to any friends' houses or go to sleepovers. I didn't go out for the summers to amusement parks or for almost anything I ever asked her. The answer was always no. My dad wasn't really any better at letting me have my freedom. I went through my rebellious phase where I got my belly button pierced. Oh my gosh, this is terrifying. Turns page. No, I feel like everyone went through that, right? No, that if one of my friends got her, she was freak dancing with a guy and it got stuck freak in his dancing. belt and ripped <gasps> out. Yes. So then she had her these two belly little nub got things. Out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Was it like a straight she how do you? I mean, I don't know how else to describe that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So I can't. It just freaks me out. I'm sorry. Sorry. Continue. Just... I am so sorry. No. Can we talk about this no. for a second? Keep going. What? Like, I would love. I would love to know. Like how? how what? What kind of ring? Was it a ring? I was t- it. A it was like the typical like like the in out thingy. The yeah. like C shape. Yeah. Yeah. I got freaking what? ripped out. You know what? That's a good point. I feel like a lot of my friends that got because belly button things were a thing. It was for so a while. popular. It like was when such we were a in thing. High school. Freaking yeah. Britney Spears, like that whole era. A lot of people had them. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've heard nothing but regret from most people about yeah. belly button rings, mostly because they're mostly women too. and they all had to have babies. And they said and it they like stretches. Said, not had nasty. to have babies, but yeah, they had to. It, get, it does weird things. Yeah. When you're pregnant, and that's what I've always heard. So yeah, belly button bring, rings. Pros and cons. Yeah. I did one time I was dancing with a guy and his, my hair, because I flipped my hair a lot. My hair got stuck in his lip ring and I didn't know. <gasps> so I was just kept dancing and my friend was across the dance floor and she was watching. I'm having deja vu. Did I already tell the story? No. Whoa, trippy. Okay. So then I was dancing and my friend was across going like this because she said the guy was just like, <laughs> trying to like, Ooh. Yeah. he, um, I gave him my number, but he did not call me. <laughs> I'm sure. So that was it. Go ahead. Keep we're going. going to continue. Wow. That belly button ripping thing got me. Yeah. Okay. We're going to continue. She said, I went through my re- rebellious phase where I got my belly button ring or I got my belly button pierced without my mom knowing or going to my boyfriend's house in high school without my parents knowing, but never really went through a whole young and free stage. I always had my mom texting me to get home or asking me where I was or who I was with. Same. So yeah, relatable. Same. <laughs> now in my 20s, I understand that it was just her being protective and trying to keep me safe. We have a great relationship now, but I've developed a personality of not really striving for anything. I really want if it's not what my parents see as successful or if I know it'll mm-hmm. upset them in any way. And in many ways, still asking for their permission to really do anything. Dang, yeah. I'm an introvert and get really uncomfortable in crowds of people I don't know and now never really take any risks. 
I'm pretty cautious in everything I do. I've settled for a very comfortable and complacent form of living. Lately, something in my gut has been telling me that what I have to do is move away. I've been looking at traveling abroad, specifically to Spain or Thailand, and looking into teaching English as a foreign language. Um, there's a lot of programs overseas that do that. There's this voice telling me that I have to do more research on this and prepare for this, but then there's this other voice, a more dominant voice, telling me to not even bother because I know I'm too scared to really do it. I've never been away from my family, and since I still live with my parents, sisters, and grandma, this would be hard. How do I get out of this mentally? How do I get out of this mentally of not pushing myself to take risks, of being too timid, she put, of living for my parents' approval? I tell my friends dealing with life-changing events in their lives to always live for themselves and to do what makes them happy no matter what the risk or how scary it is, but this is easier said than done, especially since I think I'm the only one of us considering moving to a completely different country. I really appreciate any advice you two have. Love you guys. Dang. I feel like we both, we talk about this actually a lot. Yeah, so I feel like we've, talked about similar stories on this podcast but you guys don't even know me and Taryn talk about this a lot like a whole lot just personally in our day-to-day lives yeah um I I mean there's so many places I want to go do you want to go do you have any ideas you want to share first I I mean what was that noise um (laughs) I definitely can relate and we've talked to me and Ashley literally talk about this all the time because there's this line where you know, it's like you have this fear of still getting in, quote unquote, in trouble, right? That's what it is. It's that feeling when you're a little kid and you're like, oh my gosh, my dad's going to kill me or my mom's going to kill me. Um, but then at what point are you old enough to where that shouldn't? I think it, I think, I mean, every opinion is your own. But for me, I don't want to ever not think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my, and this is like a total compliment to my parents, my dad and mom are, I mean, just full of integrity, like they're so these strong Christian people and their values in life and the way they love people and honor each other in marriage is something I will always look up to. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, when I have a decision where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure my parents would approve. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It mm-hmm. kind of is like a compass for me. Like it checks me to where I'm like, okay, if I'm afraid of them finding out, then why, is why am I afraid of it? Mm-hmm. And then, but there are times where I have to sit and be like, well, you know what? I think that we have different opinions on that. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that they trust me enough to know that like, I know what I'm doing and I'm adult enough to where I can make these decisions, even if it is a mistake in their eyes. Um, so I think there's a, a line to where it there should is. be something to be considered, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be something that is crippling. Yeah. No, I love that. I went through something similar. She's uh, Sabrina is saying she's 23 years old. And I think that's that's right around the age where you start like, you know, technically like 18 is an adult or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not until 22, 23 that I feel like I started really like thinking for myself. Yeah, um, I would agree. Because I did live with my parents up until I think I moved out at like 23 or 24. Um, and so what I used to always do at this time was I would over-exaggerate in my mind what I thought their opinion would be. Yeah, because you're doing and it out of fear. it always <laughs> made it so much worse mm-hmm. and would cripple me to the point where I wouldn't talk to them about it. Um, but inevitably, and my sister can attest to this too, my parents have always surprised me. 
And especially when I approach them in a level-headed manner and have thought things through. Yeah, that makes sense. I, at around like 21, not 21, probably around her age, 23 actually, I feel like I started like opening up to them more and being like, here's what I'm going to do. And like, here's my thoughts on this. Like, And I would ask them not for permission because I am an adult and I can do what I want, but I would ask for their like advice on yeah. the thing on the matter, whatever the, whatever it was. Um, and I was always pleasantly surprised that they would always respond with, well, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You get to do whatever you want. I see red flags here, and that's what I would try to avoid. Here's what I would do instead. And it was because I wasn't being like, I wasn't hiding anything from them. I wasn't lying. I wasn't being like, a dumb child and just like jumping into something without thinking about it because I presented it in a very adult manner. They respected me and treated me like an adult. Yeah, that. Does sense. that make sense? And oh, I totally. never, I always thought that it would, it would be like, no, 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 like out of the country. No, you know, like big no, but they were always very supportive. They might have been more scared than I thought, which I'm sure they might have been. Um, but they definitely treated me like an adult. And if I, if I respected them and treated them in that way, then they always, like, always surprise me. Yeah. So I think you might be surprised if you are thinking about leaving the country and doing a job where you teach English, which I have had multiple friends do. Um, Then just make sure you research it thoroughly before presenting totally. it to your parents. Well, and the thing is, is when you live at home, that's a whole different ballgame because... Yeah. Not only, I mean, you, it amazes me these people who like live with their parents and are funded by their parents and then they think they have a right to be like, I can do whatever I want. And it's like, mm, but can you? Like, yeah. you live in their house and like, I know I may be old fashioned, but it's like, I get really upset when people disrespect their parents because mm-hmm. it's like, there should be that level of respect to an extent. I, I know there's so many other issues that can come into play. Right, of course. But when you're being you know, their money is what you're surviving off of and you live in their household. There is a sense of, yeah, where they feel the right to kind of control what's going on, like when you should be home and what you Mm -hmm. should be doing, whatever. So one of my first things I would say, I would highly suggest whether you go out of the country or you just go to a school nearby, I moved out and literally went to a college that was like 15 minutes from my parents' house. But just getting out of the house... I was so shocked at how much I was able to just experience life on my own and how much my relationship with my parents actually got closer Mm -hmm. because now it wasn't like, Taryn, did you do your chores? Taryn, why are you doing this? Shouldn't you be doing homework? Like my day-to-day life was like my own business um, and I didn't have to check in with them when I was like staying late with a friend or like doing things like that. Mm -hmm. So when I saw them, it was like we would catch up on things or – you know, whatever. And I would still do certain things where like I got my nose pierced and I like went and I was like 19, but I was like, I want to get my nose pierced. Here's why. And you know, my parents were like, well, my dad was like, I think it's disgusting, but like, whatever, like it's your choice, you know? Um, so I definitely think, and I get that you're scared and I get that you are not used to making decisions without their approval, but you know, she's like, how do I stop this? Or like, how do I make that leap? And I think the very simple answer is like, you got to jump, girl. You just like, got to do it. You, you got to you got to do it. And yeah. I think getting out of the house to separate and actually think like what do I want to do is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I honestly regret I wish I would have gone out of the country because I think I would have 
become a much more independent person younger. But um, you don't have to do that. Like even just moving out of the house is a huge step. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I obviously like moving out of the country isn't like a, a huge answer for becoming independent and mm-hmm. and striving for new things or finding out what you want in life. However, I do think, and I would recommend, I'm, I'm not saying that everyone can or should, but like I really recommend it because I think it just opens up a whole new level of, of um, a way to look at life. Oh, to, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I remember like going out of the country for my first time and it just blew my mind how like all of a sudden I just, it opened my my mind to different ways of viewing things, yeah. different ways of thinking, cultural differences. The world is so much bigger than just- The world is just, so much yeah. bigger <laughs> than your parents' house, yeah. you know? And um, so I would actually highly recommend it. I had multiple friends that taught English courses uh, in Singapore, uh, in Japan, I think in Thailand, actually. <laughs> yeah. Was one of them. Um, and they all loved it. It's a it's a great way to to get work done and still make money while also um, taking a risk and, and doing something different. You're at such a young age where you can do stuff like that. Um, and that's a sh- that's a small window of time where where you get to play around and do things mm-hmm. that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually really excited for you if this is something that's been like like burning in your heart to do. Then I I, I say go for it, and the then just make sure that you 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 research it. You find mm-hmm. a good program to go with, and um, yeah, do all your homework first before presenting it to your parents. Because what's going to be terrifying to your parents is you being like. I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to teach English. And you have zero plans. Yeah. Where are you then saying? How much be money like, is it? That's How hard, are you being That's fed? a hard no because you don't know what the hell you're totally, doing. You know, totally. but if you go and you say, hey, I found this reputable program. Here's how long I'm going to be there for. Um, I will be making money so you won't have to, you know, provide so much for me. Like if you could get me there, that would be great. But like, you know, I'll be making money while I'm there so I could be able to pay for my own place, you know. Um, also, I think a lot of programs have places where you get to stay in a building mm-hmm. with the other teachers. So I just think if you do your research and you find a good program, your parents might surprise you and be on board. Yeah. Which if that's the case, um, I'm very excited for you yeah. because I think um, your life's about to change in, in a very dramatic way. Um, that's around the time where I felt like I started becoming really independent too mm-hmm. and thinking for myself, forming my own opinions. I felt like all my friends had their own opinions in high school and through college and I didn't get mine until after. Um, but yes, I think I think doing this for yourself and prioritizing yourself is a good thing sometimes and this this sounds like it might be one of those times. Oh, totally. And jump, I mean, like press into scary. Scary yeah. is is um it's worth it and that's when the biggest change happens is when it's scary so yeah and just, making friends and stuff like that i feel like once you put yourself into a whole new situation and a whole new career whether it's overseas or or it's out here um i think you'll surprise yourself too and, and you'll rise to the occasion and and you, you you know i just i have good vibe i have good feelings for this oh, totally. this whole story this whole story it's going to be great. So anyways, yeah. thank you, Sabrina, for sending thank this you. in. Thank you for being um, vulnerable with us and sharing um, some of your concerns about your life. I would love an update if you care to share it. <laughs> I would love if like later on 
she sends us an update and she's like in Spain. Like, like a selfie English. in Spain. Like, yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> she's like, Living oh, the been love. there, done that. Yeah. Already here. Um, um, yeah, well, that'd be I'm great. Gonna, I'm going to end the episode. Oh, are you? Yes, because this was like one of my favorite emails I've ever <laughs> opened. I'm so excited. Um, it's from Anonymous, which it's are right. all? I'm not even going to say if it's a boy or a girl. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Um, I, he, or she, he or she... <laughs> Hirsch. Dear God. Hirsch says, um, I just wanted to start off by saying I love your podcast. Every Monday I listen to your podcast in bed before I go to sleep. And this was specifically addressed to me. And it's a Harry Potter dad joke. Oh. Like, if I ever doubted that you guys listen or know me uh-huh. at all, mm-hmm. it's gone. That mm-hmm. doubt is gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here is the Harry Potter dad joke. Ready? Very. What is Harry Potter's favorite way to get down a hill? To get down a hill. Do you want me to just say it? No. Okay. Give me a second. Harry Potter's favorite way to get down a hill. The longest five. No, I can't. I can't. I was trying okay. to be clever and figure it out. Okay, go. Walking. JK Rowling. Oh! Dude! That is so, so good. good! Wow! Oh my gosh. You know what? Whoever wrote this in, I hope you're watching because we're listening. That was so good. Watching we're listening because Ashley never gets that pumped I about was, dad I jokes. wasn't even on that level. I was trying to think of like a spell that had something about like a yeah. hill, but I couldn't think of one. I didn't even think about yeah, rolling that's down so a hill. Good, huh? That's good. Yes. That's a good if one. If any of you are not, are like, I don't get it. Do you want to explain why it's? Yeah. Um, so the author <laughs> uh-huh. of Harry Potter is uh, J.K. Rowling. So. Fun fact. There's that. There you go. Uh, if you didn't get that, oof. It's good though, you right? You should really watch slash read the yeah. books. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a whole you, other If you topic. didn't know that, then- That's uh, a whole other- We're really concerned We can't you. talk about that because we've already gone so long, but- <laughs> Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you have any stories that you would like to share with us slash- Awkward situations slash scary stories for October. Yeah, we're building slash up dating app stories for Ooh. the dating app series yep. slash tearing it up stories where you do something awkward and embarrassing and you want to share it with us. Yes. Please send them to our email that's at advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. Nice. Or you could DM us on Instagram, which is uh, unsolicited advice pod. Um, yes. We want them, we need them in our lives, and we're looking forward very much to reading them um and that's all i think i have to say yeah no i i mean definitely you guys if you have social media hit us up on those because um you know we've got some exciting things coming so you don't want to miss it and Mm -hmm. you know our instagram fam is like so fun to interact with and our facebook fam's growing yeah we're still figuring out exactly how to work it But we're getting there. So, it's yeah, process. it's a good time. But we love you guys. Thanks for sending in your stories. And, and thanks selfies. for listening. It's great. And have a great freaking week. Yes. Fill your weeks. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.